0: Welcome to the For Columbus Podcast, sharing inspiring stories of local faith leaders from congregations, parachurch ministries, and the marketplace, with your host, Adam Ward. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode here in season three. We've got absolutely groundbreaking territory we're going on today yes, I'm interviewing someone from Michigan. So uh, yeah, now (laughs) we we have an out-of-towner that's doing tremendous work here in Columbus, Jason Vanderground, the president of Haven, a creative hub. Thanks for being on the show today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Adam.
0: Now, Jason, you were raised in church. You went to a private school. You went to a Christian university. So you are very familiar with the church world.
1: Yeah, I, um, I still remember, you know, my kindergarten teacher and being, you know, having chapel and then going back to class and being like, you know, I understood the Jesus message at a really young age and was really interested in it. So, you know, grew up Christian home, Christian school, went to Awana church on Sunday, church on Wednesday, um, you know, and then <clears throat> decided to go to a, a Christian university. So it's, it's been something that's been a part of my life. And then I just went through the process of, you know, making that faith my own as I became an adult.
0: Mm-hmm. But you've worked in the quote secular arena in communications for your whole career.
1: Yeah, and can, you, can work, you tell people yeah. what that means? Well, I think it, I just I was working on faith based things, but not necessarily for overtly faith based organizations. So I've been in. Uh, The agency that we work in, we've always done a lot of faith-based issue, cause, nonprofit work, stuff that advances humanity. But then I've also worked in, in corporations as well. So I've worked for publicly traded organizations, large healthcare organizations, and, you know, just always looked at how can you be a Jesus follower, but then still move and interact and express those values in organizations that aren't overtly faith-based.
0: All right. Well, we have you on today because you launched a, a campaign that is in cities all, well, s- several cities across the U S but Columbus is one of those cities. And that is the, he gets us campaign. And why is this campaign a big deal? I think it's a, you know, yeah. So 10
1: cities across the country, Columbus is, is one of those key cities. And, you know, I think it's a big deal because um, uh, you know, if, people that are kind of skeptical about faith represent one fourth of the U S adult population. You know, it's 68 million U S adults out there, and they have some familiarity with, with, God and Jesus and the value system that Jesus represents. There's some openness to it. Um, but they're really not connected in any way with him or, you know, with, uh, with other Jesus followers. And so we just see it as a significant opportunity to, 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 get outside of the church and be able to start sharing the Jesus message, which is really relevant right now. I, I think those are some of the insights that I'm most excited about is how the current time that we're living in, how how relevant Jesus is in his messages. It's really speaking directly to the pain points people are experiencing. So that, that was the opportunity we
0: saw. And we're, we're going to dig in on that because there's so much you just really simply just let out in those a couple of sentences. So number one, 10 cities, there's actually massive funding behind it. So if you've watched uh, NFL football game, college football game, you've been on YouTube, you've, uh, you've seen this, you've seen, you've probably seen these ads that launched on, was Cyber Monday? Yeah, that the campaign launched. And you talk about the, the need for Jesus is uh, the message of Jesus is important right now. And it's hitting pain points or it's hitting need points. What research did you do to actually find that out?
1: Yeah. So the whole approach that we took was instead of just kind of like rushing into the market and saying like, let's make ads and let's be on the air in like next month, we said, let's do it like a really good, compelling brand does it now, which is you start with very formative research. And so, you know, we spent four months plus doing research, we did two large quantitative studies that were representative of the US adult population. Then we went really deep on kind of an online qualitative study called Qualboards. And so we started looking at the insights across these three big studies. And you're just just talking with the American people and you're getting all kinds of feedback. And then to work with world-class researchers that help you pull out insights. And then to really know with confidence as you put together a message that's a message that's going to resonate with your audience rather than just kind of guessing it, you know, what might be effective with them.
0: Well, I tell you, having been in the church for over 40 years, it's, I mean, we, we pretty much want to say, Hey, Jesus was a you know perfect person, born a virgin and died for our sins. Right. And that, that's, that's our message. And I think with this campaign and the research that you've done, it's, it, we can take those biblical truths, but we can tell it in a different way. What did the research tell you after those four months of quantitative and then qualitative research?
1: Yeah, the, the, the first thing that stood out was how much how much they understand about Jesus and that his value system resonates with what they want for their own lives. So we we In research, we put a bunch of different religious figures in front of them. We didn't tell them that it was a Christian or a, a Jesus-focused mm. study. We just said, of all these religious figures that, that you could think of, you know, maybe Jesus, certainly, but Moses or Muhammad or Gandhi or just people that are known as kind of religious leaders. And we said, what value system do you see represented by each of these figures? And then we asked people, and now what value system is important for you? And there was incredible alignment between people who are really skeptical about faith. These are not Jesus followers, but incredible alignment between the values they want for themselves and the values that they see in Jesus. And the number one thing that people deeply desire now is to to seek peace,
0: to Hmm. be able to find
1: and make peace, inner peace and then interpersonal peace. The biggest pain point that people are experiencing right now is toxic relationships. So it used Hmm. to be, that in the church, we would think about pain points being maybe divorce recovery or substance abuse recovery. Right. Still very important areas. But the times that we're living in, toxic relationships are the things that trouble people the most. And that's based on, on research. So it's no wonder that this idea of seeking peace is what people are most going after. And they see it represented in Jesus in the way that he talked, the way that he interacted with people. There's a clear understanding there. And they, they see what they want represented in, in Jesus.
0: So I would assume that this research was done post-COVID and post-George Floyd. And this is, I mean, recent stuff that you put this campaign together on.
1: Yeah, this was this spring and summer. So like, you know, April through July. And then we immediately translated into a strategic communication plan. And then, you know, we, we could talk more. We went through a process to, you know, get a creative agency, a media agency, PR, you know, get the whole campaign together and then be on air by Cyber Monday.
0: Wow. And I was on a couple of those pre calls before, you know, pre launch calls. And one of the things, I, and I'm going to, might butcher the statement, but you said, how did the story of Jesus become, you know, related to a hate group, right? Yeah. So what, why do you, why did you say he gets us? What's the, what was the, you know, pick that?
1: Yeah. So you're, you know, you're describing what was the problem statement that we were given and it was, how did the world's greatest love story become known as a hate group? And that's, Mm. you know, what I was always taught was so unique and and really different about the message of Jesus versus all the other men was this just incredible love story, forgiveness, grace, compassion, acceptance, all loving based relationship things. But then how did Christianity kind of become known for what it was against? Like it was Mm. just anti this and anti that. And, and then seeing Christianity be co-opted and, you know, even into like Christian identity and white Christian nationalism and just saying, we kind of, I get it. There's a lot of problems in the world, but there's just something about the love of Jesus that is so refreshing and soothing for people. And as you circle back to that and focus on that, it's just a great, way to start a conversation with somebody who's really unsure about faith mm.
0: yeah, so lo- that's I the idea
1: that. of he gets us he gets us is he gets us that you know all the things that we go through right now um all the struggles that we face the pain points the experience you know jesus his lived experience was actually very similar to the things that we experienced that's the whole design that's the way god designed it and so that relevancy and currency of what jesus did is, it's just so spot on right now. And so while, you know, maybe the brand of Christians, Christianity in the church, it has, has had a tough go of it the last few years. And it, it's been going on for a while within our culture, that Christianity has been marginalized or has had trouble interacting with culture. The brand of Jesus is incredibly, incredibly strong. And so mm. putting the focus back on Jesus and saying, we're not going to focus on ourselves as Christians. We're not going to focus on the church. We're imperfect. But if we all focus on what we're trying to pattern our lives after, that has great relevancy to people that are skeptical about faith.
0: Yeah. So then I I guess a a easy follow-up question on that would be what what is the goal then of the He Gives Us campaign?
1: Yeah. The the biggest thing is just to, to have this groundswell of cultural change where the respect and the personal relevancy of Jesus is more widely accepted within within the US adult population. So we want we want to start a campaign. It's in a movement. It's not purely about conversions or professions of faith. Although we've sure. already, you know, we've already had almost 20 people who have said like I now understand that Jesus came that he died for me that he, you know, which is a long way to get in your in your faith journey and your understanding to really understand that and accept that personally. And then you live your life according to that. We've already had almost 20 people go through that process with, wow. uh, with counselors online. But the main purpose is to just to start a conversation with millions and millions of, of U.S. adults and, and then to help them along the way, but to do it on their terms. And a lot of what we heard in the research was the way that Christians currently interact with skeptics along their faith journey is not helpful to them. Mm. And so that was really, I kind of compared it to like a really nice, like shopping experience. Like you go out, you know, Christmas shopping, maybe you're my wife and I just went shopping over the weekend. are like, let's look for things together. Let's make it a date. Let's do it and having a wonderful time. But then you always have salespeople and the salespeople aren't always helpful. Sometimes they interject <laughs> when you'd rather be left alone. Sometimes they're showing you products that don't fit with your interests. And so People nowadays, they want to be in control. They want to have agency and be self-directed. And so we have to be really careful as we set up an experience for them that it's all about what they want. If they want to chat, if they want to read more, and if they don't, that's fine. But it really, the skeptic has to be able to control the process and do it on their terms. We have to be really careful about coercion or, or, or feeling like we're forcing things on them.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's great. And, you know, I, I run a local nonprofit here that is focused on evangelism, and, and we boiled the gospel down to 17 words. And I know people are like, well, what what gospel? Just just the fact that we're imperfect, right? And that uh, separated us from God, Jesus died to, to get us back together. And just sharing that message. And a, a lot of faith leaders go, well, what's next, Adam? Like, Aren't you pointing them to a church or aren't you getting them to pray? And it's like, no, I'm planting a seed, right? And we can go back to Paul's letters and how he talks about one person planting a seed, another person watering it. And and we have local businessmen here who have run ads at Christmas time to talk about the story of Jesus and the birth of Jesus because we don't have any other institutions doing that. And it's not cheap to get on air. It's not cheap to rent billboards. It's not cheap to print collateral. And, uh, so the fact that we're getting, you know, the, this, he gets us campaign is a, you know, is a pretty big deal. We have over a quarter million people in our city who have never heard the gospel. That number could be as high as 500,000. So I love that you're saying, Hey, we want to relate people to Jesus. People actually want to be related to Jesus. And, uh, and that you're pushing it. So let let's talk about that. You launched it on Cyber Monday, which that was not. I mean, that was what just two weeks two weeks ago, right? Little yeah, over two we weeks have ago. yeah, we
1: have two full weeks. The campaign has been in place. Now we're we're in the third week of running the campaign, and yeah. What t- so tell us what different media type you're using. So we are, interestingly, we're, we're doing TV and and you mentioned the football games. We are doing some of the bigger football games, the NFL and the college games. And we see huge spikes on Sunday on website traffic. Sundays have been our biggest day so far. And so, you know, that's, people are seeing, seeing the ads while they're watching NFL football games and, and directly going to the website to, to find out more about the story.
0: Okay. So you're, and And the website is hegetsus.com. Is that the?
1: Right. And then we've just launched a Spanish version of it as well. Same thing. Hegetsus.com forward slash ES. So.
0: Okay. So now it's not just sending them to the website. Once they go to that website, they have a a few options that they can do. And one of them is live chatting with people, right? Not Not a robot, not an AI chat bot, but they're actually, they're live chatting with real people, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, so there's a lot of information, a lot of content out there. We're getting ready to add more stories. So, you know, that he gets us in the topics that we'll cover things like anxiety and loneliness, or just the struggle of life, that the challenge, the grind of life that what does Jesus understand about that, you know, or anger or, or broken relationships or acceptance. Um, So a whole host of topics out there, we're actually adding the eight, uh, video spots that we have that people can see on TV and then letting people listen to the the audio spots that we have as well. So all of that content is out there. And we've actually written a, uh, a, a seven day Bible reading plan with new version. So if you were to go on the version Bible app now and search He Gets Us, you can read that. We've had almost 10,000 people sign up for that reading plan. We're wow. not even promoting it yet on our <laughs> website, but people are you know, these are the issues that are really driving people right now. The, and how do you deal with it? And looking at and saying, oh, my gosh, Jesus experienced a lot of those same things, too. He's incredibly relatable. And so, you know, with, with people who are skeptical about faith, even before you get into the divinity stuff, that he was God, that he was with the word, that he was the Messiah, that he did these miracles. There's so much that they just respect about Jesus and they see commonality. And then we're fine, we kind of call that the first bridge, the respect bridge. That's the bridge that people have to get across first. The second bridge is the divinity bridge. A lot of times, though, as Christians, we want them to cross the divinity bridge first. But it's so, there is so much commonality between um, what Americans face today and what Jesus went through that they find relevance and then you can kind of have the conversation go from there and then like you were saying we're giving them options on the website they can they can chat with somebody you know chat with a real person they can just text for prayer and positive Mm -hmm. vibes we call it prayer and positive vibes and (laughs) we can talk a little bit about how skeptics kind of view prayer because there's some uncertainty there right you know and then the last thing is if they want to get connected with somebody in their local community if they want a person or that they could text in their local community or that they could call up. You know, one thing I loved, you were interviewing the person from Barna, and she said just how few American adults have a a trusting connection with another person. They don't have somebody through church. Maybe the friends and family aren't there because of the talks. They don't have a lot of other people. And so being able to text, chat with somebody or have that local connection, but to do it on their terms, it may not mean that they're going to church with that local connection but they meet, meet for coffee. They might, whatever it is, whatever that person who initiated it wants, that's what local Jesus followers are there in these 10 cities to help them with.
0: Yeah. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit because uh, our previous guest, uh, Brad Hill with the glue connect, and we got a bunch of churches on that platform and, and several, dozens and dozens of those churches are actually serving as that local connection role. And, and glue was also one of your partners too, that, right. That helped kind of get this. I mean, you have just multiple factors going into getting this together, but right. They're one of them that you've been working with to, to get this campaign out.
1: Yeah. All the things that I just mentioned, we're working with glue to do that. And I love what they're doing. Just helping the church come together, you know, and make a connection using a technology platform. So they were already using these proven tools, tech for prayer, chat with somebody or make a local connection we were able to pick those up incorporate those right into the website and begin using those on on he gets us the other thing that we're getting ready to do uh here in the next week or so is give people the option to join an alpha group and of course alpha is all designed for skeptics so they can join an alpha group in their local area or join a group that's purely online that's a mix of people from multiple areas that'll be another option. And then of course, allowing them to read, um, you know, read the Bible uh, based on he gets us to see like, oh, Jesus has his own app. And here's what he said. And here's what he did. So we started with a seven day plan. It'll grow from there. We'll probably have, you know, three to four seven day plans. So we'll get up around like 40 days, you know, where people could be reading about all of these topics and the interactions that Jesus had that shows, man, he, he gets us, he, he gets what you're going to he gets modern life. He's a lot more relevant than people would have thought.
0: I love that. And uh, for Columbus has kind of put together a framework. So we're, we're connected. Jessica Gatton has been a, a, show, a guest on the show a couple of times. Uh, Brad Hill was just on last week. And, you know, for Columbus, that's one of our strategic partners. And, and then you guys are running the He Gets this Campaign at Haven. Let, let me ask a couple numbers questions. How many eyeballs do you think you're going to get on this campaign?
1: I don't know. I I don't know how many eventually (laughs) will, but I know on YouTube we've had over 10 million views of the TV spots in just a little over the first two weeks. 10 um, million. 10 million. And that's not just ads (laughs) served up. So this is in order to get credit for a view, like with a 15 second video, people have to watch all 16, all 15 seconds, even though they could opt out after six. And with Mm -hmm. the 30, 30 seconds, you have to watch all 30 seconds to get credit for those. We've had like a full view of the videos, 10 million of those, and we're only in those 10 markets. So, you know, we're, you know, it's it's Columbus and then, you know, Colorado Springs, Charlotte, Dallas, Fort Worth, Kansas City, you know, OKC, Orlando, Phoenix, Portland, Miami, Fort You know, So it's just 10 markets that are about uh, 10% of the U.S. adult population. And wow. uh, so, yeah, we're wondering, you know, where where is this thing going? And then we're really close to eclipsing a hundred thousand web users in those first two weeks plus as well. We're at about ninety five thousand right now. So, man,
0: I love uh, that! Unbelievable. <laughs> that's great. And that's just uh, just over two weeks. And uh, so, uh, so let me ask this. Let's uh, let's make it really practical for faith leaders here in Columbus that are listening to this. What can we do?
1: Yeah, I think it's a great question. I love that Glue has been talking up to their partners in San Diego. What 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 are you gonna do knowing that Jesus is the most high profile brand in your market? Mm-hmm. That was kind of the goal to say, and we literally are advertising at those levels, advertising at levels at Walmart and Coke and some of the major car brands. We looked at their reach and frequency, and that's the level that that we're trying to present this Jesus campaign at, so I think the first thing is just to know what's going on. Every once in a while, somebody will look at the ads that doesn't have context and go, "Oh, whoa, what are what are you saying about you know Mary and you know teen mom?" It's like, well, she was she was a teen mom, and um, or you know what are you saying about anxiety? Are you saying you know Jesus had mental? No, we're not saying that, but. he was in the garden and people looked at him and said man you were sweating so profusely it was like blood drops hitting the ground that's anxiety if you look at the definition of it that's and it's okay to say that and but there are versions of bible stories that may be a little different than what a church audience is used to seeing so i would just say do a little bit of study really understand what's going on and then be ready to have that conversation because we're having many many people many many people who are skeptical about Jesus go you got my attention that sounds interesting but then we have to be able to land these and have conversations with people with real Jesus followers in those markets and so making yourself available for that knowing the campaign because a lot of times people will say oh that billboard that you put up that says Jesus was kind of fed up with politics too. It's way better if somebody, if a Christian says, oh yeah, I know what you were talking about. I saw that one too, versus I have no idea what you're referring to. So see the campaign, understand what the intent is, and then be ready to have a helpful conversation with somebody who kind of raises their hand and says, you got my interest and and be willing to be patient with that person. One of the phrases I love is be patient remember how god dealt with you and i think we appreciate god's patience in our own lives when he gives us years to work through things in different areas right and when we turn around to other people we kind of want it to happen really fast so i think that patience of you know like you said allowing seeds to be planted allowing allowing the holy spirit to work in people's lives and having that help transform into having a, a personal relationship with jesus
0: man i love that and so listeners i want i want to reemphasize that whether you're a business professional maybe you lead a nonprofit uh, organization or you're a leader of a church i've had people texting me calling me saying hey i saw the billboard down in obes so i was watching monday night football i saw this ad you know i was f- flipping on youtube or hulu and and saw this so number 1 like what jason said go research the facts like this, they're they're in your face ads and so like the first one talks about Mary being a teen mom. And I spent an hour yesterday just looking at stuff saying, reinforcing my belief in that. And I already support, you know, support that. But there's other things that, that we have to come with our theology, make sure it's accurate. Otherwise, we'll not be able to talk to these people. Second thing is this is really easy to bring up with coworkers. This is really easy to bring up with neighbors if they've seen it. And it's not something you have to say, I'm inviting you to church, or will you come to my house for a small group that can all follow? I think I love this campaign. He gets us. I love that the focus is on Jesus. The focus should always be on Jesus. And uh, just so, Jason, thank you. Thank you for Haven, for what you've done. Um, If people want to find out more about this, how can they do that?
1: First and foremost, you know, go to the website. He gets us dot uh, com. If you want to check it out on YouTube, all the videos are there. They're really easy to see. Um, but yeah, he gets us.com
0: All right. And pastors, if you don't have uh, the scholarship, free scholarship that we've given out on glue connect too, that, you can be one of these people that accept these explorers or, or skeptics as, as Jason called them uh, reach out to me, Adam at Colum- for And I can hook you up with that. Jason, thank you so much. Thank you for living through a life, preparing for this moment and uh, just really guiding it. And I'm so excited to see what happens. Thank you for being on the show today too. It's a
1: great opportunity. Thanks for having me on and appreciate what you're doing in Columbus. And yeah, go Bucks.
0: (laughs) Go Bucks. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Also, rating and reviewing us on iTunes helps get the word out.